0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Indie's Augmented Reality Podcasts. In our previous episode, Alex, Chava, and Norby talked about the current state of mobile AR technology, and why Apple, Google, and Facebook are focusing on augmented reality. Today, they'll discuss what the ultimate goal of mobile AR is, its technical limitations, and Indy's future plans regarding mobile. Let's get started.
1: Where is mobile AR going? What's the ultimate goal? It's glass. Yeah, it's, it's uh,
0: closing the gap in the transition between glass and uh, oh, yeah. and uh, and the AR I think. So yeah. that's like help helping the users to understand while uh, that the structure to display it is being built, I think. Uh, and
1: also uh, teaching, educating the developers, content providers, or uh, whatever, and probably just test driving the whole thing. It's uh, to learning from the mistakes and pro- perfecting it. As iterating. Iterating as they go.
2: I mean, mobile's always been, I mean, I can't tell how many times I've been in meetings and people have said that's really amazing, but it's annoying that you have to hold the device. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's like true. the definition of, of augmented reality on mobile. And it's, you know, again, at this precise moment in time, you have to download an application. And that application is going to be of a certain size and mm. then you have to open it and then you have to understand how to use it and then you have to use it. So at the moment, it's still, you know, mobile is 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 some interesting features on top of something else. I think where it's going is, as, as we say, is, is glass, but the glass has got to be, it, the glass has ultimately got to be as intuitive as something like the watch is now, mm. so that you just get that information. Mm. You just you just assume that information is going to be there, and and I think that it will. Be, at the moment, the you're seeing like heads up displays with mapping, so you, you know the idea of just having so I, the heads up kind of directionals for, mm. for to get somewhere, sort of wayfinding, is really interesting. Um, but. But then you're seeing a lot of a lot of the mobile stuff, which is like where well, this they is not really adding.
0: Yeah, no, and, and probably like the the way to 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 do it is is not necessarily overlaying 3D content. So all the other elements that are necessary to achieve that of overlaying 3D content, or uh, like uh, like all the the mapping and object recognition that goes there. So if you go a step back and you think like, okay, I don't want to see a dragon on my camera view, but why I'm using my camera and what my camera can see. So that's the the main principle. If a camera can see that... um, that food that I'm receiving is free range or whatever, so it's just displaying that the information. But the action is to take the camera. So what are the the extensions of the of of the camera view? So that's that's a game that it's interesting because it don't necessarily uh, take the augmented reality until the final conclusion. That is, you know, like creating a parallel reality through a camera view, but it provides enough information by recognizing your environment. And the effort that needs to be, uh, the structure that needs to be built in order to achieve that, so can can arrive in a, in a different way, in a simpler way. Mm-hmm. So, and then we, we are used to, to that, so what else can I do with my camera? Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a better picture, for instance. Um, replacing something that I don't want to see. Uh, augmenting something that I'm seeing, so visual mm-hmm. search, all, all these kind of steps are getting closer, so it will be more natural in the same way that uh, that for us it's just natural to, for me in my, in my Google Maps, type home, and, and I find a way, because it's easier. I don't even type my address, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: <coughs> yeah. It's, there's, a, there's, a, there's an argument that for mobile, it's the, it will end up, <coughs> there's a question as to whether it's the feature or whether it's the product. And I and I still think there's a long way to go until people realise that, or people use it in the correct way. I think our experience with it has been I mean, predominantly up to this point over the past four or five years. It's been campaign based. It's been some of it's been amazing. Some of it hasn't. Some of it's been a good demonstration of what it can do. Some of it has been kind of debatable about its. Real kind of usage and real potential. I mean, it always goes back to Pokemon because that's the only reference that anyone has. But the truth was that Pokemon was a good game, and Pokemon was a game before it was had any the, the AR was. It really was a side feature. Um, so there's going to be a lot. I think the Harry Potter one's coming out on mobile this year. I think. I think it must be this year. They're supposed to be this year. Yeah, and so that will be. You know, again, it will be press everywhere. It will be huge. It will generate them you know a couple hundred million dollars probably but the ip again is the drive the ip and the principle of the game is the driver and the ar thing is is the ar thing will get all the press <laughs> while all the users will ignore it so i'm you know mm,
1: what are the technical limitations of mobile ar
2: well
1: a lot there are a lot uh, right now it tracking needs to be um, so there are a, a certain environmental uh, aspects that needs to be uh, need to be optimal for the tracking to work well. Lighting, uh, the, num- the the detail of the uh, the environment that the camera sees, and so on. Uh, distance. Uh, it's. I think they are working on it. So it's uh, it, first. It was only the horizontal plane that was detected using ARKit, ARCore. Now they are detecting vertical planes, but it's still not. Uh, we still cannot uh, uh, detect them in a distance. So there are a couple of limitations. I think the ultimate uh, goal is to, and you know, the holy grail of AR, MR, is uh, occlusion, because that's the biggest. Uh, 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 limitations right now. You cannot really place uh, virtual objects behind real objects. And once once that's solved, there are a couple of ways to do it uh, right now, but those are not perfect uh, in a a visual sense. And uh, once that's done, uh, I'm not saying it's it's done, (laughs) but uh, that's one of the biggest visual obstacles in AR that uh, breaks the, the illusion that you are in a that a virtual object in, in a real is in a real environment. No? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I will say like more from the from the user per perspective is uh, to um, to deliver um, consistent and good experience for a steady amount of time. Like as developers for the for the users, and we are saying that because as we are. Um, we are understanding the AR narrative, so we need to translate that to the user. Uh, it's not the same as you know, like creating a website. It's not the same as creating a video that has a, some specific narrative. is mixed. So what is the, the perfect length for an AR experience? We still don't know. It depends on on what what's the message that you want to 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 deliver and what's the the motivations behind the um, the user actions. So that's that part of discovery is still a challenge, and deliver that experience on the same level in multiple devices or different devices. Uh, that's still a challenge as well because we can have different phones here in the table, but if we go to Google Maps, we will see this yeah, more more, the, more same the same. We cannot do that currently with Air. We still have some some variations. So that I will I will say that that's the how to use the technical li- limitations in order to deliver a good experience for the I think, for yeah. the
2: user. And I think that the, the there's still massive limitations on on the amount of things it can show at any one time. For example, like just because it's a tiny little device with like very low amounts of processing power, uh, graphics processing power, it can only show. Certain types of content in certain ways, as the lighting is is not in any way perfect. Um, although Unity has like evolved hugely in that respect, uh, the it's still an app. You still have to download it. You still have to you know. that's probably one of the biggest I'd say technical limitations is that you still have to download it. Like you you can't and you know and someone like Apple and what well, Apple and Google will. Very quickly solve that when they bake it in when they bake the functionality into the phone and
1: Google, when it, Google is already have uh, like demos of, demos uh, of it. running in Chrome
2: yeah and so even like web based they are, like web browser based they are is even more accessible than than app based even though it's very very limited in how it works, so again you, then the technical limitation is is the the speed at which you can pump the information to the user. So there's a there's a kind of big um, there's a big misunderstanding. I, some of it deliberate, I think, in terms of in terms of how companies are communicating the functionality of mobile to to clients, to you know, to investors. Oh, we we can do this, you know, this can do this, and it's like well, the truth is, is you're actually there. Are, it's a long way to go. I don't know where you would put it in relation to where the web was, but it would be very early days, like very very early days. Um, so I think that every time I mean we've kind of grown we've sort of grown with it to a certain extent uh, but I always sort sometimes it's sometimes it strikes me just how how difficult it is to make good mobile AR because you start off with at least one hand tied behind your back maybe not not both so you you can't there is there is always a huge discrepancy in between the conversation the deck the the idea and the execution always it's always massive and it's got smaller but it's still it's still huge and i think it's one of the you know one of the biggest restrictions for us is that you begin slightly disabled by it and you, and you know that you can only do certain things, and, you're, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, we saw this demo, yeah. and we think that this would be, you know, this would be amazing if we multiplied this by 100. You can't multiply it. Like, that was already on the edge of its capability, even on a new iPhone, even yeah. on a new Samsung device. Um, and the problem is, is that these 10-second, 15-seconds AR kit demo, AR core demo yeah. videos, they suggest a the future, which is great, but they're on the edge already.
0: That's why, uh, for instance, I'm really proud of the of the um, of the indie app with the the channel based app that we have uh, with our first first channel. That it was the the, the white rhino app mm-hmm. because we knew the limitations from the beginning. We knew that uh, that we wanted to deliver a message and the and the way to deliver a message. It has it had different layers. It has uh, it was. Text layer, video layers to understand the story behind. So, um, some notes. It's uh, it. It was to create awareness about uh, one specific issue regarding the the extinction of, of the northern white rhinos. So it was one part, you know, like uh, educational, but the other it was to display the magnitude of these animals. And and, and, and we didn't arrive to this point that you can control the animal and yeah, the, no, and no. the they can move around. And no, no, no. It was like <clears> no, just. Just yes, see, and that's why the biggest challenge was to create some photorealistic uh, dinosaur we achieved, I think that one of the of the best good looking rhinos, basically we we could create uh, uh, an avatar that an animal that it's now is today extinct. So mm. so that was huge. And we didn't pretend to do anything anything more more than that because that was needed. That was but needed that, to deliver a message.
2: Yeah, but then the the, the amount of work and cheats and stress mm. that goes into just getting there. Yeah. So if you if you from a as much from a content perspective as from a development perspective, you know, the the wrestling with lighting shading, et cetera, et cetera. It's huge. Yeah. So there's, like, oh, well, I, I, it only does this. And it's like, but to get to it only doing this was yeah. already yeah. like a huge amount of stress. Um, and a constant, basically from the beginning on mobile, it's always been about, okay, I, like I've hit a wall, so I can't climb over that wall. So I'm going to have to find either change direction or find up to the point where there's a gate and try to go around it a little mm. bit. But my journey is now going to be twice as long. It to go constantly like that.
1: Yeah. yeah you,
2: there's not that many places, not many industries, et cetera, where you you're, you're, you continuously have to sort of compromise on what the vision is. <laughs> you know, you know, there are yeah, certain yeah, yeah. things that it's like sort of electric cars sort of five years ago. It's like yeah. oh, this is amazing, but it only but I can only go seven miles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I chuckle sometimes when I see on the web and, and I hear people talking about, uh, I created an AR app in in a week or one day or three hours. And I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> There's five minutes tutorials in YouTube right exactly. now. Go and exactly. check it
1: out. <laughs> so Of course I can put together a, a, an app in one hour, but that's not an app. That's
2: not the point. No, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: It's absolutely, it's just completely missing the point and completely uh, working against uh, the AR technology um, or the experience, the user experience. What was the most challenging mobile AR development Indy has done?
2: Uh, the first one, all the way through to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. it. Um, exactly, Is Because of Some what examples? You just I think
1: uh, for me, the most challenging was probably the T Rex revealed.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, it's already three years old, two years old?
2: (laughs) I have no idea. That was was like 11 years ago. (laughs) No, no.
0: The
1: last century.
0: Uh, It was December 15 or something like that, or the end of the
1: 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So that's almost... (laughs) Still,
2: you are carrying traumas. Yes.
1: (laughs) I I have nightmares about that. I think a lot of people carry
2: trauma from that. (laughs) (laughs) I think the... um, yeah, I mean, you, again, though, you were beginning. You, that was that was a great example of of a, a of a vision that could be that could only be realised to a certain extent, and and then referencing very contextualised demos of something in order to prove a point that it can work. So yeah but I saw this and it's like yes, you did, but that was this and it did this, and it did it that way, so therefore you end up in this situation um I mean that yeah that was you were kind of well actually that was a great example of the of of what happens when you've got an issue with the expectations you've got an issue with uh uh, the way something is delivered, which actually then impairs your ability to deliver even what it is that you can deliver. So i.e. that the hardware is then actively compromising what the software can do. So that, that, was, a, that was a huge problem.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, in that project we faced all the limitations, the technical limitations of AR that uh, you could think of uh, in that point. Uh, of of uh, AR tech, so lighting conditions, uh, as you mentioned, the hardware limitations, the, the processing power, uh, the camera uh, quality of the device. know uh, um, like so.
2: things like like autofocus.
1: Autofocus, for example. <laughs> like
2: yeah. People people don't realize that suddenly something like autofocus can be like a really big issue.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the the lighting, like back then we were using uh, image uh, tracking, like image targets and markers. So if there was a light behind the marker, the marker, because of the... uh, how do you call it? The backlight compensation of the camera. Mm. Uh, it tried to compensate, so everything went dark in the front uh, why, because there was a light behind. So it was like a black marker. Try to recognize and track that.
2: <laughs> so things like yeah, things so things like shadows on a marker will yeah. stop. Well, back in in with the the old AR markers, then mm. actually a shadow, a strong enough shadow on a marker would actually disrupt the ability to recognize it. Yeah uh that happened numerous times yeah. um the the i think the for me the walking with dinosaurs Isle of white one was was amazing because it was like it was the it was incredible to build but it was so so difficult and it was so early it was like hilariously early though i was 2013 i think something like that and I was like, none. I mean, half of it was sort of barely possible, and we wanted to place that. We we saw the opportunity again. It was an expectation thing. It was like us understanding what we wanted to do, and then trying to make bend the technology to do what we wanted to do. When the truth was, the technology just wasn't capable of doing that. So, we want to put the 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 characters in the context of a real environment outside in in a place that was two and a half hours flight away from where we were. And none of the infrastructure that could trigger it was built. So you're standing in the middle of a field with a, with a, a marker on styrofoam clipped to a, a Manfrotto tripod mm-hmm. trying to simulate how high the marker would be in the final installation and then configure the content to appear 150 metres and then compensate for it by dulling the gyroscope's ability to track it <laughs> it was epic Yeah, it that's was absolutely right epic like, that was like top like yeah. most stressful situations ever and then I remember you went one of you, I can't remember who it was but it was like multiple flights going back and forward for calibration to get the content to appear on the background and uh, and in one of and then when they went to shoot one of them it it was so it's the Isle of Wight so it's like it's sort of proper UK weather and they turned up one day to sort of calibrate it and then it was like basically fog <laughs> but like really really amazing yeah, like- UK fog so it was like as you call it in England the pea super so you could see like literally about that far ahead of you so suddenly like every like you couldn't calibrate because you couldn't see the environment it was supposed to appear in. Uh yeah, that was. That, that's not even challenging. That was, and that was at the point when Apple, uh, even Apple, were refusing it because they were like, "Oh, we don't." We it's just a, it, it's an AR viewer, so we we're already like looking at that and thinking maybe we don't want those kind of things in. So just the top when it, like literally when everyone had almost like entered into stroke territory, then day arrived and said oh no we don't want to release it (laughs) It which is absolutely incredible but that was that that was fun yeah from a technical point of view like what those guys went through you know norby and their team in terms of cheating literally everything everything through the process from the beginning to the end this is something that we've we've been always quite good at is trying to bend it to work but that was brutal yeah, Absolutely. From that point of view, yeah, that was the most most challenging. You're right. Yeah, that was...
1: Uh... <laughs> uh, where is Indy now in terms of mobile AR and what are the future plans? We are actively using, uh, from the technical point of view, we are actively using ARKit and ARCore to build uh, mobile, app- mobile AR applications or a mobile AR application that allows uh, multiple channels to appear in our... Um, in our app, uh, uh, we, could go, we should go more into detail about that, but uh, that's basically it. So we are applying the technology uh, that's provided by uh, others to create the best user experience that can be created possibly by bending the technology or uh, doing whatever we can. As Java mentioned, for the uh, White Rhino channel in our application, that's what we did. We we didn't try to do um, what's impossible, but we we banded uh, the the available technology, the the available techniques to uh, create a really interesting and really uh, good-looking experience. And we will continue to do that.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm... (sighs) I'm I'm up and down with mobile. If I'm honest, I'll <laughs> <laughs> be I'll be truthful. I, I I had a rant on LinkedIn the other day about I see a lot of kind of slightly gimmicky solutions, um, which which we're not uh, we've just never been very good at, and I, and I think it like we've like the older that we've got as a company the, the more we've understood that we don't if, if if the company doesn't feel like there's any kind of value to it it te- it tends to be very hard to get everyone behind it so you know the, we use the example of the beer drinking the sort of the original beer drinking app on iOS the first app like the drinking a pint pretending to drink a pint of Guinness yeah. and the guys made like a million bucks from it and stuff and, and then there's going to be a lot of that in AR or there is already some of it appearing and it just doesn't it just doesn't interest me at all I, I don't I understand that it would probably be it's probably quite a cynical way to achieve some semblance of success but I don't see a lot of those people staying around um, and we've been in it long enough to I think be appropriately sort of cynical about what it does and what we think we could do with it the channel based app as Norby said is it makes sense for us because it gives us the opportunity to offer clients a way in um, to to build Location-based AR experiences um, at, a, at a certain price point, um, which I think works. I think the you know white label applications we build them on and off when we're approached, and the situation situation is right to do it. Um, but I, I just I feel I feel like there's we haven't yet identified where we could add. Proper amounts of value on mobile. Um, I see. I see us yes, being able to offer probably more value on, on on glass when it arrives. You know, if whatever it is with its Hololens or Magic Leap or, or some kind of Apple Glass. So the mobile stuff that we that we do, again, we're fighting the limitation of and fighting the expectations of of what people think you can do with it. Um.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, Whenever someone comes and asks for a mobile application, the, the best question that we can ask is why. Why do you want this in AR when uh, you could do the same in uh, on the web, for example, in HTML? Of course, there's a there's a multiple uh, uh, good answers to why, but if you have to uh, really stretch your imag- imagination to answer the why, then it's probably either too early or not as developed an idea as you you would like.
0: Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more about Indie, please visit us at www.industry.com.